0: I am Hope Gooderell, your host of one of your hosts of Raving Geeks podcast. I am here with my co host, Brendan Valentine. On today's episode of Raving Geeks, we will be talking about the Netflix movie Holiday. Uh, As the holiday season is upon us quickly, very quickly within the next week, Uh, I thought it was really interesting to be able to talk about this romantic comedy. Um, especially on something like Raven Geeks. Uh, so, our first question today is going to be uh, What is one holiday that you geek out over? So, Brendan, what do you geek out over?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, so, holidays I geek out over. The big one has got to be Christmas, just because I love the vibe of Christmas. Like, um, generally, I like warm weather better but like christmas always feels like a spot of like warmth in the middle of like cold winter season like after we've gotten all like the weird wind and slush but and before we get like the nice like white powdery snow it's like christmas is like all right nice little warmth time for people to get together lots of like lights and sharing and all that kind of stuff so i geek out over that because i'm always down for like all of the um christmas movies and everything like that but generally just like christmas is a vibe Christmas is definitely a vibe.
0: Most definitely. I definitely agree with that. Um, I definitely geek out over Christmas, but I'll be honest and say I geek out a little bit more over Halloween. Um, I honestly love them both equally, but Christmas is just like a little bit more stressful for me just because I'm always like in the mode of like finding the perfect gift for everyone. And I'm also a person who like makes all of the gifts so then it's the time crunch of making sure everything is made and wrapped but yeah I definitely feel the warmth of Christmas and I love snow I'm a weird person but I love snow not like the hard iced over snow but the snow that you were talking about like the light fluffy and go build a snowman um not hurts my lungs to breathe snow and cold but the let's go have fun um, but I also love Dia de los Muertos. I love the um, idea of it and, like, what it represents of loved ones who have passed on coming back and you get to be with them for a couple days and basically celebrating death rather than being afraid of it. But
1: Oh, no, that's definitely really cool. And I, I guess I always, like, when people are like, oh, holidays you geek out over, I'm like, all right, what are the typical American holidays? But, like, that's actually... You know, I like. I also like the vibe of Dia de los Muertos.
0: Yeah, it's it's really fun. Like, I I honestly want to be able to go down to Mexico one day and just like experience Dia de los Muertos down there, and just like see everything and how people um, celebrate it. Cool. Um, so I have a bit of geek news. Do you have a bit of geek news?
1: I do have a bit of geek news.
0: You, wanna go uh, you want me to go first?
1: Absolutely. So uh, big news this week, both the Xbox Series X and PS5 are released this week. Um, So gamers beware or um, friends of gamers beware, uh, check in on your friends. You might not see them for a few days Um, or if they're unlucky enough to try and buy their PS5 at Walmart and they probably don't have it yet. um, Maybe go check in and see how they're doing without their ps5 if they're a playstation person um but i do have to read this tweet from um microsoft that was tweeted the day uh after the xbox series x was released um and i quote from xbox's twitter we can't believe we have to say this but please do not blow vape smoke into your xbox series x um (laughs) so that was the i saw that headline earlier this week i thought that was hilarious apparently people in order um to try and uh make it seem like the Series X is malfunctioning. They've been throw, um, blowing uh, vape smoke in there or they're just trying to do vape tricks with the vent. Um, I've also seen people put uh, the ping pong balls on top of the vent just cause it's blowing the air out so hard it'll like levitate over it. Um, I have not uh, pre-ordered or bought or anything uh, for the next gen consoles yet, but my plan is by the end of the holiday season to have a Series X, um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, you know. College student on a budget, 500 bucks is not easy to uh, scrounge up. Hey, but that's Black my Friday
0: deals, right? You got to get in the Black Friday deals.
1: I mean, that's fair. Black Friday is now all month, according to all of the exactly. um, all of the commercials right now. Yeah. So what is your geek news?
0: Um, well, okay. So I saw something, and you might be able to say yay or nay. I'm not sure. In um, watching a football game, I kept getting commercials for Demon's Soul, a video game that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, within like a week, I'm not a video game person, but I thought I would throw that out to our gamers. Um, Wanda Vision got a release date for January 15th, and so now I'm like, all right, Falcon and Winter Soldier. When that when is that coming out? Marvel.
1: That was supposed to be out like what was it like two months ago? Before it got all the delays, so now it's not even going to be the first um MCU TV show on Disney plus interesting
0: yeah and so it's WandaVision is going to be the first um and so this this next one is near and dear to my soul as a huge potter head um I understand JK Rowling and her views I'm not supporting her I'm supporting what she created um fantastic beasts and where to find them the third one Uh, Warner Brothers asked Johnny Depp to resign as um, Grindelwald for the third movie um, after he lost his libel uh, court case in the UK uh, against a magazine there. But there was a petition started by Johnny Depp's fans that has over 150,000 signatures to reinstate him as Grindelwald, because it is not fair to him um, to have to resign. And so hopefully Warner Brothers sees their mistake and brings him back. Uh, There's also a petition for Amber Heard to be gone from uh, Aquaman 2. And that has over 900,000 signatures. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, But yeah, so that's my geek news. I heard about
1: that it's this all the casting stuff is very weird um with everything it's it's um I mean like I'm not like making comment either way on like all the public scandal stuff but a lot of stuff has happened with directors and actors the past couple years and that's interesting to see especially in like the age of social media how much you know individual actor like personal life type things can influence like the direction our movies and films and all of the media we consume are going to go in
0: Well, and it's interesting to me, too, because when all this was first coming out um, between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, people were upset and asked Warner Brothers to let him go. And then they didn't and kept him for the first two movies. But then all of a sudden, now they're deciding that they're asking him to resign, which he did. But like, why change of heart when I, I don't know, I'm mad at Warner Brothers, but also... Eh, It's weird. Yeah. So, our geek news for the movie Holiday. What is um, your opinion on whether or not it stands up to the typical cheesy rom-coms of the holiday season?
1: Oh um real quick for those of you who don't know holiday was just is just a a holiday themed related uh romantic comedy that was just released on netflix um a few weeks ago it's been in the netflix top 10 for like the past two weeks hasn't it something like that yeah. yeah yeah it's been really popular um so personally for me i'm i'm not super into romantic comedies like i'm not like when a new one comes out i'm not like oh let's go to the movies and see it but like when they're on tv i'm not gonna be like you know, not gonna watch it. I need action explosion, you know, Michael Bay, Transformers type stuff. Um, I mean, I'd really like the notebook if you can see my zoom background, if you're watching this, you know, live. Um, But personally, like I thought it was good, but I don't know, I was kind of expecting a little more of the less like stereotypical romantic comedy stuff in there. like. what I thought was like really good about it was it was very aware as a romantic comedy like I remember there were a couple quotes in there, like oh in the movies this happens or the whole like running gag of like yeah Ryan Gosling like appeared in the crowd right now I definitely would say yes and I'm like okay so it's aware of itself but then like at the conclusion of the movie I'm like but you just played into all the same tropes of the you know the cheesy romantic comedy in the end um definitely in my opinion better than you know the dime a dozen Hallmark movies we get around this time of year that all kind of have like the romantic comedy holiday kind of plot. But um, yeah. So, Oh, also we should explain what a holiday is.
0: Oh yeah. Okay. So a holiday, if your family bothers you at any holiday of like why you don't have a significant other and why you haven't brought them around, then they try and set you up with someone. A holiday is someone that you bring to the holidays. And it's a no commitment, no strings attached. They're there basically to be like, see, I have a person. And then you can go on your way after that. Um, In the movie, Kristen Chenoweth is in it. And she is amazing, as always. Uh, Her character is the one that inspires the main character, Sloane, to um, have a holiday. But Kristen Chenoweth's character Uh, She has a different holiday for every holiday, whereas uh, Sloan meets Jackson and they, um, they, um, yeah, they go to every holiday together. So it kind of depends on how you want to play it. Because like with Kristen Chenoweth's character, she's like, oh yeah, let's just have fun and get drunk. And here I brought someone. Whereas Emma Roberts's character is like, no you need to stop trying to set me up with random dudes and i have a guy i see um
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, yeah still and ha- then
1: what qualifies as a holiday also can be like mm-hmm. you know a, a little construed it could be your major ones just like um halloween christmas easter types of fourth of july but also i know they mentioned arbor day counts yeah. as a holiday um and there were a couple um a couple of other minor holidays in there too but um They made it clear that weddings don't count, events don't count. So you don't get your holiday for events. For those of you who are thinking of um, using this strategy in your own personal dating life to get your family off your back. So weddings don't count. So that doesn't, uh, that's not fair game.
0: That in order to make sure that they don't sleep together that their only times of like being a holiday was non-sexual slash romantic holidays. But I mean, they still have like Christmas, but like Valentine's Day, you know, that was out and um, they saw each other on Valentine's Day, but it it wasn't a holiday date. It was just like dating. Yeah.
1: They just happened to run into each other that day. And that as one of the tropes of a romantic comedy, they just happened to be in the right place at the right time.
0: Yeah, let's save the Emma Roberts from her ex-boyfriend and his hot new girlfriend on Valentine's <laughs> Day. She's pigging out on chocolate.
1: Hot and young new girlfriend, as she yes. repeatedly pointed out in that scene.
0: <laughs> well, and then, you know, later on, it's like, oh, and now she's pregnant. And yeah, that that was... Honestly, I was kind of okay with that trope, though. Like, I'm usually not <laughs> a big fan of, like, the ex it's meeting the ex with the new young hot girlfriend. And then later you find out she's pregnant because it was, it wasn't like she was pregnant when they met. It was like, she got pregnant, you know, after they met. So it wasn't like,
1: it wasn't like a relationship betrayal where it's something that Emma Roberts character has to get over, like a a cheating type of situation. It's just like, Oh, he has moved on. And I don't feel like I have.
0: Exactly. Like it's
1: very clear that he has moved on because you know, he's about to have a kid.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I was like, you know, I think that's the, that's the better way to go about that trope. Because so many times you get it where the girl or the guy, whatever, has to deal with the fact that his ex cheated on him and now the person's pregnant. and And I feel like that's, like, not fair and not always indicative of real life relationships i mean it does happen i'm not saying it doesn't but i feel like a lot more when you run into your ex if they've got a new person they're more likely to not have a kid on the way
1: yeah or um although like in the movie technically like he cheated on her but like it wasn't like to that extent yeah like their relationship ended because he wanted to start a the relationship with the new girl which again you know pretty stereotypical like i had bad relationship i don't want to date anymore um type thing and then you know the right guy comes along at the right time and i know for like for a movie's sake i always have to suspend disbelief and i'm like this is all just ridiculous coincidence but i'm like well if it wasn't ridiculous coincidence you wouldn't have the story like even if there's a greater context to it. And like, if it was a documentary and it still had all this coincidence, you know, there, there's a lot in between all of these coincidences that they don't show. But I, I liked the fact like for holiday, the whole holiday thing, they went throughout like a whole year and it wasn't Mm -hmm. just like a, this one Christmas and on this one night. So like, I appreciated that, that it was like, there's like, it takes time to develop this type type of relationship. She's not like Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the movie, Um, I'm not in a place for a relationship and at the beginning of the movie, he's like, I'm not in a place for a relationship and then, you know, three days later, they're engaged. Um, I appreciated that it seemed like a more realistic timeline, Mm -hmm. but I don't think the characters were super realistic. Like, Jackson was also another trope of rom-coms. Everyone's just ridiculously hot. (laughs) Like, even at the beginning, he's like, the whole, like, the line that Emma Roberts' character keeps bringing up, that he mentions, he's like, "Oh, I don't find you that attractive." I'm like, "Really? Like, I know that was just something stupid you said, but like, everyone in this movie is just ridiculously attractive."
0: Yeah, I, I definitely was like, "Oh, Luke Bracey, he's in this," and then I was like, "Oh, and he gets to have his natural Australian accent." Okay, I'm down for this. And then, yeah, him saying, "I don't find that you, find you that attractive to Emma Roberts," and I'm just like, "I'm sorry, what?" I am a straight female and I find her very attractive. So. And
1: Jackson was ridiculously hot. So like, it's unrealistic yeah. that her character wasn't just like, all right, like I know I'm not like super into a relationship, but if he seems into me, I don't know. Like, again, you know, emotions are complicated and everything, but I feel yeah. like, you know, making the characters a little more ugly makes, you know, the rest of us seem like, okay, this is something that could happen to me. You mm-hmm. know, I could have this, you know, crazy romance. But then you just, you know, get, you know, a ripped hot Australian guy and then, you know, um, sweet and lovely blonde. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't look like that. I have problems. They don't seem to. So uh,
0: I will say that, like, um, as far as Emma Roberts character going through the whole I'm fine being single, I I agree with like I liked that part of her character because I've been single for a very long time and having been hurt in previous relationships or anything, like I do have the sense sometimes of like, yeah, I'm totally fine single. But then other times I'm like, why am I not dating anyone? What's wrong? And so like, I did find that part very realistic, but I still found like other parts like where she just like, I mean, part of it was also because her family was like, you're not okay being single. And she's like, yes, I am. Like that part, I was like, okay, I get it. But also I feel like she would have had someone in her family or like a friend to be like, no, I'm really not okay being single, but like I need to be or something. Like that part wasn't realistic for me that she was completely alone and that her niece who was like, seven had a boyfriend
1: was like oh that her niece was the best character in the movie the seven-year-old with the boyfriend that gives like the the only one that gives like good advice the entire time (laughs) is her seven-year-old niece I was like okay when you when you've got the comedy in there too I definitely can appreciate watching it but um yeah when you suggested that we watch this and then talk about it on the podcast I was like okay I like romantic comedies and I'm down to watch it but I recently went through a breakup so I was like I don't know if I'm in the you know headspace to watch a Mm rom-com but that like I I still genuinely enjoyed it but I could tell while I was watching it I'm like I'm super cynical I agree with Sloane at the beginning we all need to be single for a little while
0: yes I and I definitely agree with that part too of like you shouldn't be just go relationship after relationship because you don't learn about yourself and you don't learn what you need or what you want and it's like you need we all need to be single for a while and just chill out and have fun and not feel the pressure of needing to be perfect for someone and Mm -hmm. I think you see that with her uh sister's character who's married um I can't remember the actress's name but she played Arizona Robbins on Grey's Anatomy Mm -hmm. um how she's married but she's like yeah my husband stays home and takes care of the kids all the time and like I just get to go out and have fun and it's like but that's not a good relationship either. And I think that was part of it. Part of the movie too was showing like yeah, you can be in a relationship but things might not be as perfect as they seem.
1: Yeah, like her younger brother and his fiance they get married yeah. and she's like, "I actually don't know who you are. Like we aren't Yeah. We aren't like each other's soulmates necessarily because we don't know who we are."
0: Mhm. And like, "Oh, you like golf since when he's like since always
1: always yeah I thought that one was kind of funny I'm like oh interesting well I
0: think that shows you too like the whole um honeymoon phase of relationship and just like how in love you feel with someone and if you don't get out of that you don't realize how much you don't know and it's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah so we yeah the honeymoon phase is great for relationships but also we do need to move back to reality and to real life Mm -hmm. to be able to like actually get to know each other and see who we truly are.
1: So big overall question, like for everyone listening, was it a good movie? Like independent of being a rom-com, is it a good movie?
0: I would definitely say that there were things that I was missing from the movie. Like, I felt like some character arcs weren't fully completed. But overall, like, I was laughing and, like, smiling the entire time. I enjoyed it. So I would definitely say to watch it. Um, You know, it's not the best movie I've ever seen. But it's definitely one that, like, if I'm bored and want to watch something, I would pull out again to watch. What about you?
1: I would agree with you. I'd say it was it was definitely worth the watch. Like I'm not upset that I watched it. I I, I don't. It definitely wasn't a bad movie by any met, like metric. And as far as like romantic comedies go, I thought it like I really enjoyed the self awareness of it, where they were able to like point out the stupid tropes, even though they kind of like went with them anyway. Um, and like to not spoil the movie, but like the very end, I was like I was really like fingers crossed that it didn't end like the way that every romantic comedy ends, but you know, it, it kind of, it had its day at the end.
0: So it kind of reminded me of The Proposal. Have you seen that one?
1: I yeah. have seen The Proposal. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Like, like the whole, no, it's not going to be, and it's more a comedy, but like, you know, stuff's going to happen. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it comes out, but you're just like, you know, I can go with that. And it's, it's the chill kind of romantic comedy, not that like, anyone can watch not just people in relationships
1: or people not in relationships because i know there's those yeah. romantic comedies that just go like relationships suck everything's the worst mm-hmm. that type of thing uh it's def- it, like it's entertaining i i enjoyed it um not something i would watch with my parents specifically because like the first like 10 minutes i was like whoa this is i did- I was not expecting this because got- they-, they get a little graphic at some points in yeah. terms of like the detail but um yeah i'm i'm still waiting for the day that i find the romantic comedy that it ends where they're like not together they're with other people and they're just they're like no we learned good lessons from our time together but we're all done
0: i'm just gonna ask this have you seen la la land
1: uh that doesn't count
0: what why doesn't that count because it's not a comedy
1: they're not friends at the end Like, they literally just part ways. And I personally, I don't feel like they learned much. Um, It's been a while since I've watched it, too, so I probably should go (laughs) back and watch it. But, um, yeah, personally, I was not a huge fan of La La Land when it first came out, but...
0: See, I liked it because it had a happy ending that wasn't the Hollywood happy ending, so...
1: I agree with you. Like, I, I didn't hate the ending, but, like, I'm still waiting for the, like, the movie where the last scene is, like, you know they both are in new relationships and they're like oh yeah we're friends because well La La and they they aren't friends like sure maybe they could have a conversation but they aren't like able to hang out
0: okay i see where you're coming from now yeah
1: because i feel like there's the rom-com where it's like they're together and they're happy or like in a way they're together and they're happy because the notebook doesn't end mm-hmm. with like you know oh they live there they lived happily ever after like it they're together but not really um yeah. And then you have kind of like your La La Land stuff where like, it didn't work out, but they both learned a valuable lesson. I just want them to be friends at the end.
0: Yeah, I totally get that. And I, I feel like as stereotypes and societal pressures about being single or in relationships shift, I think we'll definitely get that way and eventually get that movie. But I think it's what director and what writer is going to take the chance. Um, That's fair. And I feel like also like with the s- different streaming platforms like Apple TV, Netflix, Amazon Prime, you know they're gonna eventually come out with that because they can do low budget movies but mm-hmm. still have it out in an international platform.
1: I want to see a romantic comedy like exclusively romantic comedy directed by James Gunn.
0: Who's James Gunn? Was Guardians
1: of the Galaxy and the new okay. Suicide Squad movie. <laughs> Are are the big ones? I want to see some romantic, like meant to be a romantic comedy, but directed by James Gunn. Or actually, has Taika Taika Waititi ever done a romantic comedy? I don't think so. But his take on a romantic comedy would be fun as well.
0: I think he would be fantastic. Uh, That either one of them or both of them together. Like, I also kind of want to have it like. Since they both did superhero movies, be like, is the person a superhero? Oh, that reminds me. Going to your thing, my super ex girlfriend. Have you seen that movie? It's kind my of my super ex
1: girlfriend. No, I yeah. haven't.
0: Okay, so it, I'm gonna recommend that you watch it because I think that has the ending that you're gonna want. Okay,
1: cool.
0: Um, maybe like a little bit different, but I think it's been a really long time since I've watched it. Um, I believe it's Uma Thurman is in it. Um, Anna Ferris, I think, who is married to Chris Pratt. Um, and one of the Wilson brothers, uh, the dark haired one who was in legally blonde can never remember if it's Luke or Owen,
1: it's Luke,
0: Luke. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was uh, going to say Owen Wilson wasn't in Legally Blonde. I don't think. No, I can Unless, ne- Okay, I could be wrong about that. And if people in the comments are going to start screaming at me, please don't. It's been a while since I've watched the original Legally Blonde.
0: <laughs> it was the dark-haired one, and not the one who was in uh, Night at the Museum.
1: Oh, Night at the Museum Owen Wilson.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So yeah, yeah. Owen Luke Wilson's Wilson. curly blonde hair.
0: Yes. So Luke Wilson is in my uh, Super Ex Girlfriend. And that nice. one, that one's a rom com. It's hilarious. It's got a superhero in it, and so yes, um, I think it has the ending you want. And but it, like I said, it's old. I mean, old being a relative term now. It I like, doesn't sound
1: too old if it has Anna Ferris and Luke Wilson. Can't be too. I think bad. early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, that's not that's not old. I was like, old movie is like pre seventies.
0: Okay. Like I said, old is relative in how mm-hmm. you talk about stuff, especially now. I Off topic, but I saw someone write vintage something on like Facebook Marketplace, and it was from 1997. I was like, that is the year I was born. Does that make me vintage?
1: No, okay, so we're, we're getting our Peter Parkers from Infinity War and Endgame and all yeah. that stuff. You remember that yeah. really old movie, Star Wars? Yep.
0: <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All
1: right. So um, I have to ask, uh, yes. Hope, would you ever, you know, be on the market for a holiday?
0: I think that it would depend because I don't think I could do, um, you know, like in the movie where they happen to meet at a store trying to return things that they don't have a receipt for. Um, I think it would have to be like i build a friendship with them first because I'm very much a person who's like, I need to know who you are and that I can trust you. Um, but also, if it was Luke Bracey or I'm going to pull in football, uh, Joe Burrow, the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals, if either one wants to be my holiday. Interesting
1: choice of all of the football players there are. You're going to pick the, the QB for the Bengals.
0: I mean, you know, I'd take Christian McCaffrey running back for the Panthers too, but I'm fairly certain he has a girlfriend, so that wouldn't work out. Mm. But, yeah, you know, it, it would depend. It would very much depend. I don't feel like my family pushes having a relationship on me that much. But I do know that there are some holidays that I'm like, I just want someone who's also single, That you know, they're with me, and we can just have fun and no strings, but not feel the pressure of needing to have a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so – you know, I'm on the edge of yes and no at the same time. What about you, Brendan?
1: Currently, probably not just because again, I like similar to you, I don't have that pressure for my family to, you know, oh, you know, do you have someone um, at every holiday? Um, but I'm sure like if I started getting like a little bit older and then like that question started popping up more, I definitely would consider it. And I could even just like have a friend. Mm -hmm. You know, not even like a full on holiday, just like, Hey, do you just want to come to my family events? And then we'll, like, we won't have to say that we're dating, but we won't say that we're not dating either, just to get people to stop asking me the question. But honestly, um, I kind of, I mean, I like my family. I don't have a problem like with them, like digging in, but if they did start to try and set me up with people, then that, that might be where I start to consider a holiday.
0: Yeah, like the only person in my family that I'm sitting here going, I would have a holiday specifically to get them off my back is my grandmother. I love her Mm -hmm. dearly, but I swear she keeps giving me makeup and like telling me how to dress and stuff. And I'm like, listen, I don't need the help. Or, you know, like, you know, then I would be like, hey, here's my friend and stop bugging me about getting a boyfriend or whatever. But even Mm -hmm. she's not like, super pushy like in holiday but like still be like just to get someone off of my back
1: that's fair Um, so i think if i for any specific holiday for me it'd probably be new year's just because like new year's with family is not my idea of a super fun new year's (laughs) super fun new year's would be like friends but like if family's like hey do you have plans with a person i want to send you to this person like no i'd rather be with someone that i know a little bit better for new years um heck i'm cool with being single on valentine's day but that's just because for those of you who don't know my last name is valentine so like i like i have a lot of fun on valentine's day i make puns all day long
0: see valentine's day for me being single is Valentine's day Uh, so like like i want to have someone but also like if I can pull in like a friend who's also single and be like, Hey, let's do stupid stuff together. Like, let's go, you know, order takeout and then watch stupid movies or something like I'm okay with that. But if I'm bombarded with couples, then I'm not okay. Like, Mm -hmm. but also I'm just like, yeah, let's have fun with this. Let's make it about villains instead of having a Valentine. So I'm definitely on the pun side with you.
1: perfect all right
0: uh i think i don't have any more questions for you i will no, say i think
1: we covered it pretty well
0: yeah i will say that your rating of uh holiday was probably a little bit higher than like the typical critics like rotten tomatoes because sure. um, i think they only gave it like a 46 out of 100 or something
1: which i think if i were to give it give it something i'd say probably like a 65 to a 70
0: yeah and i think rotten tomatoes has gone downhill because i find a lot of movies that they rate very poor to be a lot higher um but yeah so do you have any media recommendations for people to check out especially here at cmu you know we're about to head on to winter break for two months mm
1: -hmm, what are your
0: recommendations
1: uh, well, currently I'm in the middle of watching The Mandalorian Season 2. The, the whole thing isn't out yet, um, but Episode 3 got released today, and that's what I'll be watching as soon as we are done recording. Today as of when we're recording, not today is when this is released. Um, but by the time this is released, there will be another one, so we'll have four episodes to watch. Um, what else? Oh, um, if you're looking for like fun holiday related things too, also Star Wars related, the uh, Lego Star Wars holiday specials and then the new one coming out oh. uh, like they're not like great, but there's like entertaining if you want something dumb. So if you're just looking like if you're just sitting on the couch and it's like snowing out, you don't want to do anything and you just need kind of like something to, you know, on the TV to be dumb for a little bit for a while, the Lego Star Wars holiday specials or any of the Lego Star Wars stuff that's on Disney Plus or probably on YouTube They're actually really
0: funny. I will definitely be checking out those Lego Star Wars or Lego movies, whatever, because I loved Mm -hmm. the first Lego movie. I will say my mother kind of figured out what was happening um, midway through the movie and was not very quiet about it. (laughs)
1: it. I thought that was a good plot twist, but okay, for another episode though. Yes.
0: Um, But so my recommendations, Holiday obviously you know we're talking about it you should go watch it um but also if you have amazon prime or cbs all access or anything the show blood and treasure is really cool um so it follows a couple of characters on their hunt to find the uh not the tomb but like the casket and even that's not the right um word of cleopatra because the tomb of antony and cleopatra was found in the first episode and then terrorists steal sarcophagus thank you ben the sarcophagus of cleopatra um is stolen by terrorists and so they go around the world to try and retrieve cleopatra and reunite her with antony and yeah they're coming out with a season two soon and it's gonna be really interesting seeing how that goes But the two main characters are amazing. And then you get to meet Chuck, who is a priest in Rome in the Vatican. And Chuck is amazing, he's hilarious. He's not your typical priest whatsoever. Um, But yeah, so I highly suggest that you guys go check everything out that we've recommended. Um, You'll have a lot of time, you know, lockdown's still in effect and all that fun news. So. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed our episode today and that you tune back next week for our next episode. I am Hope Good Earl, along with my co-host, Brendan Valentine, and we are signing off of today's episode of Raving Geeks. Bye.